Welcome to Of The People, and happy Thanksgiving. We're coming to you on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving, that holiday about family, food, and friends, and traditional values. In this part of the country, in New Hampshire, we're going to light a fire and we're going to watch a movie. But last week, we spoke to you about education, 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 and how the values of our children are being driven by what they learn in academia, whether or not it is K to 12, whether or not it's higher education. I wonder where that term higher education comes from. It's certainly not higher now, but a different discussion perhaps for a different day. But today we want to talk about a little bit of different kind of values. And these are Hollywood values because these are cultural values, right? You learn values through education and we clearly see what's happening in education. But it's time to also look at Hollywood. We had the good fortune of sitting down recently with Hercules and Serena, also known as Kevin Sorbo and Sam Sorbo, who really are uh, atypical of what's in Hollywood. Very family values, they're very about uh, cultural values, American values. And you know the interesting thing in talking with them, one of the things that Kevin Sorbo said is that Hollywood believes in nothing. And I'm paraphrasing, but it's essentially what he said, and you'll hear that in the interview. But when you look at the old movies, and anyone who knows me knows that I'm an old movie buff, whether or not it was Inherit the Wind about the Scopes Monkey Trial and about religion in society, whether or not it was about Casablanca, a very pro-war movie, not a happy ending, 12 Angry Men, a study in, in bigotry, a study in character, thought-provoking. You even go into things like The Godfather. You go into, uh, which, by the way, is about family values, and it's about a code of honor. It's about a lot of other things as well. And you segue from all of these movies that we grew up with. And by the way, one movie that you should see if you've never seen it, as we are on the precipice of war, is The Best Years of Our Life. Right? That's a movie about how we used to treat soldiers when they came home from battle. We don't really do that anymore, unfortunately. One of the great movies of all time. But now you've got Ghostbusters 2, which went woke. You've got James Bond is woke. You've got Marvel and Avengers and superheroes and nothing that's real. No discussion, really, of deep American values. I defy almost anyone to look at the, what's coming out of Hollywood and tell me anything of value that is pro-American, other than a few actors here or, or there. Mark Wahlberg comes to mind as one actor who is very pro-American. James Wood, very pro-American, although he's been canceled a long time ago, right? And you see those actors, that, but other than that, the values coming out of Hollywood are empty and void. So what I would tell you that this Thanksgiving, watch what your kids are watching, see the values and make sure that this is really about family time. And I'll tell you what we also we believe in because these are also perilous times that we're living in. So we believe in education. We believe in self-defense. We believe in gun safety. So we're on Thanksgiving starting to announce that we're doing a giveaway of a $250 gift certificate to Sig Sauer Academy for a gun safety course of your choice. If you want to sign up, you need to email me, robert at coalition, the number four, america.com. 
And you just need to say, Sig Sauer Academy, please enter me in the drawing. Give us your name. Give us your phone number. And we're going to pick a winner on our December 7th show. Thursday, December 7th happens to be Pearl Harbor Day. So not to be missed. Sig Sauer Academy, $250 gift certificate. Sign up, Robert, at coalitionforamerica.com. And good luck to everybody who joins. And stay tuned for the main part of the show. This interviews, these two interviews, really, with Kevin Sorbo and Sam Sorbo, really just heartwarming not to, not to be missed and really appropriate for Thanksgiving for you and your family because it is all about family values. Stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Hey, everybody, Erica Reddick at the First in the Nation Summit, speaking with Mr. Kevin Sorbo, Hercules himself. Now, I gave your wife yes. a setup for a joke when we were talking yesterday. Yeah. I said a Herculean task. She didn't get it. She didn't catch it. Or she's either so over the joke probably, that she just probably. ignored it. I don't know. She's Do you get that it. all the time? Sure. Do you have people say it all the time? I love it. And Eddie Murphy, give me a break. Hercules, Hercules, I get that every day. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so so before we get started, sure. I'm a big fashion person, if you can't tell. And I noticed the back of your vest. Could you show our viewers? So, so what are these exactly? Those are my tweets. All of your There's tweets? All of my tweets. Not all. Any, I've had thousands and thousands. Are they are they like particular tweets that read, got read you one. in trouble? Go ahead, read one. They all get okay. me in trouble. Prince Harry says that America's first amend oh, I haven't had to care what the British think about us since seventeen seventy six and I'm keeping it that way. You know what? I think that's the perfect setup for the rest of our conversation there we go. today. Uh, that is true. I think I have another one that says, uh, anybody have any more conspiracy theories? Because all of mine came true. Yeah, exactly. This is what I say. Thank you, Facebook. Uh, Alex Jones <laughs> can be right only so many times right. uh, before you realize that he they really all. I wouldn't be surprised. He, want, he wants me on the show, so Alex, put me on the show. I'm ready. You know what? You'll have to come to Austin, Texas and visit go. us because we'll he's that. in Austin like Shot we are. Shot a movie are. in Round Rock. You did? Check out Abel's Fields. It's a modern-day okay. Cain and Abel story. It's a wonderful, wonderful... Here's the trouble. I okay. talked about earlier. Independent movies don't have a $100 million advertising it's budget. It's true. And you got... We need support. We need word of mouth. I do good yes. movies. God's Not Dead. Soul Surfer. What If. Abel's Field. Let There Be Light. Uh, uh, Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Yep. Based on Left Behind books. And my newest one coming yeah. out. Yeah. Do we have a flyer? We were talking to your we wife do. about it. We'll ask her for... Way in the far end oh, over yep. there. There's a flyer for my new movie coming out right now. It's called Miracle in East Texas. It's a true story about the largest oil find in the history of the world. And that's it right there. Go to SorboStudios.com. Sign up at SorboStudios.com. Another independent movie. We only have two days. October 29-30. You need to support it right now. Fill up those Ooh. theaters. Go to SorboStudios.com. Go to the link. Put in your zip code. It shows you what theaters near you. There. Well, and I think one of the things that my husband, Benton, and I particularly have appreciated about you so much is that you produce independent, yeah. often faith-based films or faith-related. Family-friendly. Family-friendly. Okay. Because Hollywood does faith-based films, too. They're just atheists because being an atheist is a faith. It is a real faith. If you're an atheist, that's to believe in nothing. That's amazing. That, is, that means you live life without hope. That's sad, but that anyway, is sad. good for that you. That is really that is true. But yeah. your movies are actually good. They're good. 
They're not boring. Well, this They're one, not cheesy. This is written by Dan Gordon. Dan okay. Gordon is the Oscar-nominated writer. Okay. He originally wrote this movie for Paul Newman and Robert Redford 25, 30 years ago. Shut up. Yeah, no, I'm not going to shut up. And they just and he and he just he, he, they couldn't get together on the time. Okay. And so what happened is Dan Gordon brought to me. Dan Gordon wrote Dan Gordon wrote The Hurricane. Okay. Denzel Washington won his Oscar on The Hurricane. Oh. He wrote Wider Up, Kevin Costner. He wrote 60 episodes of Highway to Heaven. What? He was a showrunner on that Michael Annan oh series. Oh, my gosh. I used Very to good love writer. that show. So there you go. Speaking of writers, okay, we're going to bounce around a little okay. bit. We're going to come back to Hollywood. But since you it. said writer, yes. I just want to, okay, so we got a few of your books. True Faith. And True Strength. True strength, True strength is my first one. It deals with a health issue I had at the season five in Hercules. I suffered. Oh. I suffered a series of strokes. I had an aneurysm in my left shoulder I was un, un, that I was unaware of. Wow. And the subtitle is My Journey from Hercules to Mere Mortal and How Nearly Dying Saved My Life. Wow. I was having all kinds of problems with my arm. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Um, I went to see a doctor. He found a lump up here before they could do anything with a biopsy. Thank God they didn't do a biopsy. Um, it opened up completely and sent, uh, it's called retrograde flow. Sometimes blood goes the other way the quickly. The wrong way, yep. I suffered a series of four strokes, had to regain my speech, took me four months to learn how to walk and balance again, took me three years to fully recover. Yeah. My wife made me write the book, and I didn't want to write it because I was a big, strong Hercules guy, and to show what had happened to me, that I could barely get out of bed. But she said, you don't understand how much this book will help people. People need to hear I that. I have now been doing 15, 12 to 15 speaking events a year because of that book over the last 12 years. Wow. So, Well, and yeah. there's so much... How many times were you misdiagnosed just out of curiosity well, before something bad happened? Well, I think... <laughs> I spoke to 1,600 neurologists in San Diego after my book came out, and I said, there's a reason what they call what you guys do at practice. I got a mixed reaction from the crowd. They didn't like but, that, probably. But, you know, they, they save lives, but there are times that they're wrong as well. Yeah. My wife and I did a follow-up book two years ago called True Faith. Okay. True Faith. And it's uh, really, it's this is a guide to, you know, it's, it's embracing adversity, live in God's light. So yeah. everybody... Is God didn't promise an easy life for any of us. You're he all going to have roadblocks in life. How do you all react the to those? Apostles yeah. died terribly. They died terribly. In case you guys haven't read your Bible. They did. And so, so they did. They did. But speaking of which, I've got a new documentary coming on Easter dealing with the Last Supper. Oh. And it's called Eating with the Enemy. Oh. Because ultimately when Jesus was getting Judah. flogged and whipped, a lot of the disciples, they said, you were with them. And they all denied, no, dude, I wasn't with them. Yeah, yeah. So let's think about it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that, that those guys, they were like, they, people think they're old guys with gray beards. No, these are 18, 19, 20-year-old guys. Yep. They're probably, they probably liberal. Fishermen. You know? But, freaking, but they yeah. followed Jesus. Right. And they, because, they, you know, they thought Jesus was cool and cool. Let's look at this guy. Then they see the miracles and they flip out. Dude, you wonder how many things, how many people in the Bible talk about the miracles and people still don't want to exist? They that, didn't that believe. Don't believe so. Yeah, there were people who saw the miracles oh happening. Anyway, and wake still up. didn't believe. Okay, wake so up. then we got a kid's my latest book. one is just came out from Brave Books. It's called The Test of Linehood. So go to BraveBooks.com and you can get my get a free autograph copy and then sign up for the year and you'll get a new book every single year. It's a wonderful story about a little line cub named oh. Lucas. He saves his younger sister's life. Um, he's too far away from home. He understands the mountains. His father told him what, what plant can save his little little uh, sister's life. It's about let men, let boys be boys. Let them grow up to be strong men and strong fathers. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm we getting attacked that. by the alphabet crowd, of course. You're anti-trans and anti-homophobic. This has nothing to do with, they, read the book. It has nothing to do with well, any, it has, it has, it's, it's about, 
I'm pro. I'm pro child. That's what I am. I'm well, pro and child. at a time when people don't realize the number one killer of young men today is suicide. Yeah. The number one cause they're of confused. Death. We're they're Thanks we're, to our movies and television and our government and our public toxic. schools. You know, they're toxic, yeah. you're terrible, you got we gotta if you're if you're manly or masculine at all, it's a problem and we need to medicate. This, this emasculation you and of men have been going on forever. And, yeah. It is. You think so? Oh god, yeah. Go, go back to the seventies. Look at sitcoms. The seventies? Go back to every sitcom all through the seventies up to present. Okay. Most of the families, the dad is kind of chunky out of shape, the mom's a babe. Yes. And the teenage kids just make fun of dad. The dad is a pincushion oh. for the family. And we make fun of it. Ironically, I think one of the few shows that didn't have that was the Cosby Show. That's so true. Great parents. Yep, a they, very they, functional they, they was, family. There was a very functional family. And now you look what we've done to, to the black culture. 80% of kids are raised without a father in the black world right now. And I blame a lot of that on our own government in 1964 when they had the Welfare Reform Act. Yeah. When they told they told the African American population of females, if you if you have a kid and you don't have a man in your life, we'll take care of you. What has happened since then? They they, they no have a lot of these. They, they use it as a way to make money. They'll have five five different fathers with five different kids by the time they're thirty. Yeah. Just to have to collect the money. Yeah. The the black population was conservative. The black population was the strongest family unit in America until we came along and, and our it. lovely white privileged government well, <laughs> destroyed I, that. And I, it's, it's look, and we've done it to it now. I don't look. You look at guys like Denzel Washington, amazing person, yeah, amazing conservative Christian that speaks so well, and he he touts you know the boys clubs and girls clubs and stuff to helping help help his save his life, yeah. And volunteers. I have an after-school program that I deal with 12,000 kids in L.A. 27 years now. It's called the World Fit for Kids. L.A. Unified is second-worst public school system next to Baltimore. But Baltimore's number one. L.A. has averaged over a 50% dropout rate at L.A. Unified. We deal with 12,000 kids every year. We average a 98% graduation rate and a 60% higher GPA. What wow. are we doing in those three hours after school that the public schools can't do? In I'll tell eight you what. Hours a day. Exercise is important. They have to do some exercises. Hour after exercise, your retention and retention levels spike. Okay. The next hour, what are you having troubles with? Math, biology. We work with. We have a thousand volunteers. The third hour is dealing with life. So I'm 15 years old. and I'm pregnant. What can I do? We're there to give people, and most most are in the black population, Hispanic population, in in the in central part of LA. Yeah. yeah. These kids are looking for hope. They're looking for self-esteem. They're looking for people to say you can be somebody. And some yep. of the great people out there talking in the black culture. I told Denzel Washington, uh, Charles Barkley. Awesome, great, Lynn Swan. All these guys, Lynn was like my hero. One of the guy, my yeah. guys growing up. You know, when I was, I, I hated the Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll beat my Vikings, but I made good friends with guys like Lynn Swan, and uh, you know, Charles Barkley is such a great, strong voice out there. Yeah. And we need more people out there to sit there and be a positive voice for kids instead of the negative stuff that's coming out of Hollywood and our public schools. Oh yeah, this Benjamin and I lived in Hollywood for a little while. Yeah. Okay, so we were really close to Sunset and La Brea. Okay, I know exactly and, where we were. And on that corner, there were two billboards. Sure. One was for sugar babies and said never pay for anything again and had a young lady with like shopping bags and you right. can tell this is like a sex site essentially yeah. and the other one was squirt.com and it was two guys oh my gosh 
never-ending hookups was what it said. Oh, my god! And so if you're living in L.A. and oh that's gosh. what your billboards are, right, that you're seeing, and then you drive down the Sunset, is was it was it Santa Monica or Sunset see, see, that had all the this, bars? Th you need one more subtitle. Unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my thing. Is like the culture there was yeah. so I was so taken aback yeah. that I, I can't remember if it's, it's Santa Monica where like all those gay stores are. I used to live in Santa. I was 11th and, and Ocean there's Park. Like, uh, for pictures. Oh, Santa Monica or, Boulevard, yes. Yes. Uh, that, that's the, in West Hollywood. Uh, the the yeah. mannequins are all in with like ball yeah. gags and G-strings and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm going, how? what other kind of culture is being cultivated in Hollywood when that's literally everything that you see? And then we are curious that their films are filthy and gross. And that people like you, you know what? get kind of canceled. Well, well, yeah, I got, I got canceled. Hollywood booted me out. But here's the, here's the reality: they claim that they're tolerant. They're not tolerant. They claim for freedom of speech. It's not. It's all a one-way street. I mean, to me, it's unfortunate. I don't honestly care what people's lifestyle is. I really don't. I'm just right? tired of the forcing on the throats with everything and saying, well, I mean, I just saw these guys that won, they won something at Cannes Film Festival. It's okay. a Danish film from the 1700s. And a writer in the audience, I saw it on film, they're talking to these guys, very famous Danish director and, and actor, and they said, you had no diversity in there. And they looked at it and said, we, we, we only had Danes in the 1700s. We didn't, we didn't have any people of other races. What are you We're talking about? We're trying to make a about? movie that dealt, it's a true story from the 1700s. It's so weird to me that, that, look, we're tearing down statues. We want to rewrite history. We got, it's when so I went to true. school, teachers didn't talk about anything except the subjects they were supposed to teach. Right, math. Yeah, English. my dad taught 35 years math and biology. And was he teaching people about no. their gender, have no. talked to them about no. sex? Or I know, this is weird. Any of these things. This yeah, is exactly. Sad. It is sad. But this is where we are. It is sad. So um, we would love to have you on a podcast. Okay. Uh, Benjamin what runs a film festival. <laughs> well, you're on our radio know, okay. show. Okay, go for uh, it. But we've also, we've got an independent film sure. festival, Action Film, Austin Action Fest and Market. There's all my information. Don't okay. show anybody I'm I don't. I'm not even here right now. <laughs> Now, okay, this good. is super secret card right it. here. Cool. Uh, because That's we tough. just feel like, especially these days, we need strong, independent yeah. voices. We need family-friendly films that are actually good, that yeah. are actually written well. I do stories well. that Hollywood used to do. Yeah. Exactly. The 60s changed everything. It's not The Welfare cool. Reform Act, Vietnam War, uh, the hippie movement, the free love, the rock and roll thing. I, look, I like rock and roll, but things definitely changed yeah. in the 60s. Okay. There, a rating system came in the 60s. There were no, there were no, uh, they, movies were G and PG back then, but they that changed everything. Look, I'm a big fan of Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Paul Newman's the reason why I would be an actor. When Butch Cassidy's Sundance Kid came out, okay, it was in 1969. Yeah. So I got to really see it older when, it, I was too young really at that age to really enjoy it and watch it. Yeah. But love it but let's face facts butch and sundance were murders they're not good yes. looking dudes that spoke very quippy to each other and they're you know lovable hey. even at the end of that movie they would do a freeze frame as the entire army of bolivia shot seven thousand rounds into the bodies but they don't you know but in the movie they make it look yeah. like you know it's flipped a little raindrops are falling on our head bj <laughs> thomas music you know but but you know i enjoyed the movie too but you know, a whole, not a whole lot of reality in, 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 the, in the conversations they had, but it was no. a, it's still a great movie. Well, and okay, so speaking of great movies, yes. you, we've got your movies available, Sorbo Studios? SorboStudios.com. SorboStudios.com. You can go to right now, you can go, to, click on, you can click on, 
um, the movie Miracle East Texas at SorboStudios.com. Put in your zip code. It shows you what theaters are near you. Please do it right oh, away. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Yep. And that's the same website. We can get all yes. your books. You can get her autograph. Um, Christmas is coming up. Hey. <laughs> and um, All my DVDs way, are on there. By the way, your wife is absolutely lovely She's a and rock star. stunning. Yeah. How did you get to be so lucky? I said, I'm rich. How do you like me so far? And that just worked. And that, and that worked? That was The number one pickup line in LA. We met on Hercules. Stunning. We met on Hercules. Oh, for real? She came down to guest star on the show. Interesting. I, every ep she hates when I say this, but it is the truth. Every episode of Hercules, they hired some hot babe to be opposite me. Of course. So it was an amazing dating surface for myself. You were so lucky. I was single. So she comes down to the end of season four, and it was over for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm said, a big I'm, flirt. I was hitting on her hard the very first night, and she's laughing at me. Yeah. But I wore her down. Yep. And uh, we've she, been married 25 years. 25 years in Hollywood? And I told oh, her, my God. I told her like 10 years in Hollywood. Is, I told her 10 years in Hollywood is like a golden anniversary. Yes. Most actors, 25 years. That's about five marriages combined, I think. Literally. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, so. we have just been, we have been very blessed to have you guys as Thank our you. neighbors here this weekend. Thank you. And we wish you the absolute best of luck with all of your all right. endeavors will do thank all you right. so much thank you sir thank you thanks for coming on bye i hear horror stories from other dads of the types of men that try to take their daughters out to date first we've got the demasculated femboy that shops at target and loves a good pumpkin spice latte Salutations, I'm here for your daughter. We're going on a date. And next up, we have the jittery gamer that hasn't left his room since sixth grade and has no idea how to look a man in the eyes and the uh, meaning of a firm handshake. Uh, hey, um, I, I think I'm here to pick up your daughter. Uh. Ooh. And last, but certainly not least, we've got uh, Mr. Tough Guy here. Yo, what's up, my girl here? Yeah, we really don't need to talk about that anymore, do we? Okay, no, 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 no. You, you, you cannot tell me this is the all-star lineup. Our daughters deserve better. What's the fix, you might ask? Well, you know what all these boys have in common? They haven't been taught to be men of upstanding character and confidence. We've let it get to this point by taking the approach of parenting in a passive way. See, now is a time where we have to be intentional on in how we raise young boys to grow up to be brave men. The good thing is, I've recently written a children's book on a topic of masculinity that can help. My book, The Test of Lionhood, is the newest book in Brave Book's Freedom Island series. Each month, Brave sends you a book that teaches a faith-based value from authors like me, Kirk Cameron, Bethany Hamilton, and more. In my book, the core lesson here is to teach boys by equipping them with what this generation can't seem to define, masculinity. Get my brand new book free when you subscribe to Brave's Freedom Island Book Club and the boys of today will become the kind that you are happy to see at your doorstep. But maybe not quite too soon. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the show on WNTK and WUVR on the radio in New Hampshire. Just a reminder that you can also find us on social media. Some of the more spicy takes and uh, you might get a little bit more energy uh, and some of the things that we can't talk about on the radio. So you can find of the people on Rumble. That's the best place 
at Robert Chernin. Okay, so we're on Robert Chernin's channel on Rumble. And uh, again, that's where you're going to find our spicy takes, our hot takes, things that you're not going to hear on the radio. We've got a YouTube channel too, you guys, but these days, YouTube, uh, we're getting community guideline strikes left and right, even when we're telling the truth. So join us on Rumble. That's where the movement, the free speech movement is happening. You can also find us on Twitter, shorts on YouTube, uh, the things that we can say. Uh, great opportunities to share, share the message and keep people engaged. Twitter, it's RB Churnin to get Robert. For me, it's Erica Reddick. That's E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-D-I-C because I know y'all spell my name wrong. I know you do. I know you do. It's okay. I love you anyway. I love you. So find us on social media. Get those spicy takes on Rumble. And again, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to all these social media channels. Help us fight the big tech overlords and make sure this message gets shared. Hello, welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin with... Erica Reddick. My lovely co-host. You know, that was such a great interview you did with Hercules. You can, you know, now Thank say you. that you know Hercules. Uh, yep. But on a serious note, this is a topic that we need to talk about. First of all, folks, if you have young kids, go out and buy the book. Mm, yep. Right, go yep. out and buy the book. It is about how to raise men to be men. My father was always very clear have a good handshake, look people in the eye, mm. and be a man, right? Yeah. Don't be don't be a wimp. And and look, sometimes, you know, strong and silent, I get it and I and I understand, but this whole emasculation, how would you say it? Emasculating men emasculating. in, men in yep. society has a ripple effect with women, with children and the family. But it's so true. It's so true. I think one of the things that is so fascinating for me, you know, being raised in the Northeast and then moving to Texas, get starting to date guys who were gentlemen and weight and more manly exactly. and being treated like a lady. And, uh, you know, it actually, it really had a profound effect on me. And I can tell you now that um, I, I joke with all my girlfriends up north. I'm like, you need to marry a Southern man with the, they have the manners and the gentlemanly and the masculinity. Um, Wait a minute. I'm not Southern. I have all those things. I think I know, but you're, you know, you're special, Robert. You're not the normal average guy. Well, I know I'm not normal and I know I'm not average, but I am a no, guy. No, you are a man's man. And you are, okay. you know, especially for my generation, there aren't a lot of men, man's man, man, man's men, man's man's, <laughs> man's where, men around. Where, where so. have the real men gone? Now, hang on, hold that thought because <laughs> I want to get to the other part of your interview because Sam Sorbo or Serena, yeah. she played Serena in the in yeah. love interest on, in the show also very very strong very forceful family values yeah and has a, and has a slightly different perspective or at least it's communicated differently yes than he did so let's watch your interview with serena or sam sorbo and we'll be right back on the other side of th this interview super excited to have on mrs sam sorbo Hi. today with us special <laughs> guest 
not only is she an author, she's absolutely lovely. We were just talking about uh, about Christianity, about church, oh, about God. Jesus a little bit before little we bit. got started. Um, so it's been a delight to just get Thank to know you, you a little Likewise. bit. Likewise. Yeah. These things can be crazy, you guys. These We're at the yeah. First in the Nation Summit. You're on all day. You're talking to people. Yes. You just came from another event. I did. I've half lost my voice. Yes. We need to get you like a lemon throat exactly. lozenge or some honey or something like something that. Like that would be good. Probably. Okay. So before you lose your voice, uh, would you share with our viewers? So you've got a big heart for children, for the yeah. next generation. Yeah. Well, and for the nation, because the, the children are the for the nation, right? The future and the next of the nation. Generation. Okay. So, so you've got this. So we're gonna share with you guys a couple of her books. So they're your kids. Okay. So we got the book. No one else's. They don't belong to the teachers. And now there's a workbook. Yeah. To go along with it. So share with our listeners a little bit about your book and the workbook and kind of like, first of all, tell them where okay. they can buy them and then how, how can they utilize these? Well, if they come out right now, <laughs> we're right here. No. Come so to they're Nashua, both available. New Hampshire. They're both available on sorbostudios.com. And this book is from a couple years ago. That's the first book I wrote on home education. Okay. And I was, I was in the thick of it. And this book is really what's wrong with our schools and how easy it is to home educate your kids. Oh, all right. So it's a, it's a bit of both. It's basically why you should leave and how easy it is. Because I think a lot of people think that it's like this Herculean task. Yes. Now, why do they think that? Probably because of propaganda from because the they went to schools. Oh, oh my God! And school right. is school has taught them to need it for eight hours and a so, day or whatever parents, it is. I say, so you think you're inadequate to teach a second grader? Okay, did you graduate high school? Yes. Okay, you're inadequate, but you think that sending your second grader into that system, arguably worse than when you went there, is somehow going to turn out something better? Than what you ended you when see, only like eighteen percent of students are reading at proficiency. Like, oh no, no, hold on. Define proficiency. Oh, because the state of Ohio defines proficiency as a thirty-eight percent test score, which in my day <gasps> Wait, was what? failing. I'm sorry. You're joking, right? No, now. I'm not. I'm telling you, it's a pack of lies. Our school system is a house of cards. It's a pack of lies. Oh my God, that is They've terrible. been lying to us since you and I went to school. Yeah. They've been lying to us since before then. Wow. And the problem is we won't believe it because we've been brainwashed. And so we've been brainwashed to think that we need the schools. We've been brainwashed to think that we are incompetent. Yes. And and we readily accept that. That's and true. So, and so I'll, I'll talk to you about just a, a little bit of a paradigm okay. that happens. Okay. We tend to personalize our failures. Okay. I can't do math. That's my fault. I don't have a math brain. Right? That's, oh, I've heard that so many times. Right. And it's yeah. so stupid because there yeah. is no such thing. Right. I don't have a French brain. I don't have a cheese brain. Like, what's that mean? I mean, some I, people nothing. might have a cheese brain. I suppose. Some people might have a cheese brain. So, okay. But... Oh, I'm, I'm a really good writer. I had great English classes in school. Okay, yep. So school is responsible for me being successful, oh. but my failures are my own. 
school is not responsible oh, for me failing. So winning is socialized and losing is individualized. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't that? I never thought about it that way. But, but doesn't it make sense? Yeah, because we're not allowed to like gloat or feel good about ourselves or proud of ourselves. That's like bad. You're not allowed to have like. Yeah, not anymore. Oh, ooh, <laughs> oh, wow. Right? We're gonna have this a is fun all, time way, talking about this later. This is all communism. Yeah. Okay. And it's been in our schools for a very long time. Okay. And we are not immune to it. Yep. So we've all, we've look, when I start the, an inspirational journey from self-doubter, that's me. Ooh. I'm the self-doubter. All right. To homeschool advocate. Okay. Because I learned all this, and then I had to share it with the world. Because yes. I actually love truth, and so I stand for truth. Amen. And that's been my. That's become my life's mission. You talked. We talked earlier about finding purpose for your life. Yeah. And by the way, the yeah. founders inserted in our documents the pursuit of life. Sorry, life. The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, do we know how to define the word happiness? So the word happiness to the founders, and you have to go back to original intent, right? Yeah. The original meaning. Yeah. Happiness was the Aristotelian or Aristotle's definition of happiness. Okay. Which is self-purpose. Oh. In other words, when you when you are doing the thing that like you were made to do. actualization Oh, I like that. When you are doing the thing you were created to do, right? We are created yeah. with these rights and the right to pursue happiness because we've a been purpose. created for a purpose. I love that. Yeah. Oh, but our founders weren't, didn't believe in God or anything I will, like that. I will that. tell you this. They were all homeschooled. <laughs> and so let me ask you this. What did Benjamin Franklin do? Do you know what he did like uh, for a living? Like, oh, he was like an inventor. He was a philosopher. He just went and like read books and figured stuff out. Like, so what What didn't he do is really the pertinent question, Well, I guess right? that's a good question. Right? Like, is there a he name for that? He did everything. Thomas Jefferson, same thing. There you go. Uh, Washington? Yeah. He was a great general, right? Yeah. He was a surveyor. He also, was a farmer. Homeschooled. All homeschooled, of them homeschooled. you guys. Did they go to university? Maybe. Don't be a self-doubter. Don't be a self Oh, I like that. Homeschool Don't be a self-doubter. Homeschool your kids. Okay, they're giving me they're they're telling me they're they're all tapping their watch at me. <laughs> so, let's see what else we got. Words for Warriors, we got another book. Yes, so the subtitle, because it, it helps to explain these. Fight Back Against Crazy Socialists and the Toxic Liberal Left. Oh. This, Ooh. I've codified the words that they're trying to change the definitions of. Oh. And it's it's fun. I get a little bit um, wry. Oh, so it's like an extra dictionary. Yes. With like what words actually mean. It's fun. It's good bathroom reading. Uh, fantastic. Okay, is, is that actually, also on the same website? Yeah, yeah. What? So tell them what the website is again. Sorbostudios.com. Sorbostudios.com. Is this on Sorbostudios.com yeah, too? Yeah, so you go to Sorbostudios.com to get tickets to the movie. It opens October 29th and 30th in theaters. It is a family-friendly movie that is based on, inspired by, an absolutely true story of the East Texas oil strike. 
Oh, which happened in 1930. It was the biggest oil strike in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. It was discovered by two con men. Shut up. No, it's a crazy, crazy story. That's why we tell it as a comedy. Oh. Family-friendly comedy. Oh, fun. When was the last time you took your family to a movie and you didn't cringe? You know. Oh what I my mean? God! Like, you can't. So you can't. Anyway, the Barbie stars, movie. All these stars movies my that husband, are meant for kids. Kevin Sorbo, John Ratzenberger, Lou Gossett Jr., Tyler Bane. So you know it's going to be a good, well-produced movie that is worth going to the theater to see. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having we me. We appreciate you. You'll have to come back on the show. You'll, you you can come back great. on the radio show. She's like my new we'll bestie. We'll talk more about it. We're going to have so I'm much gonna fun. I'm going to visit you in Texas. Are you going to be here the whole weekend? I'm here to, tomorrow. I'm speaking tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. That'll be good. We're going to have to get some clips of that. Cool. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, guys. America came into being based on a shared belief and a common set of values. Unlike other nations that were bound together based on common ancestry, race, or caste, we came into being based on a simple and shared set of ideals. That the power of government is based on the consent of the governed. That life, the freedom to live life on our own terms in our own way, free from government interference, and liberty, our most precious value, and the pursuit of happiness, which means we are free to pursue that which we choose with the knowledge and courage to know that nothing is guaranteed to us in this life. Those values, America was founded on these basic inalienable rights. Freedom to pray to God in our own way. Freedom to think and speak freely without fear of punishment or harm. And freedom to gather in our places of worship and in our local taverns and freedom to defend ourselves, our families, our homes, and our neighbors as we see fit. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is dedicated to protecting American exceptionalism anywhere and everywhere it is threatened. ASIC is a 501c3 and depends on your tax-deductible donations. Please help us continue our fight. Hello, welcome back to Of The People. Erica, great interview again with Sam Sorbo. And the whole thing about homeschooling, you know, well, actually, you know what I'd really like? I would like to see Sam Sorbo debate Randy Weingarten, <laughs> right? First, first of all, the size difference, you'd have to get a platform for oh my, my friend, God. the Hopping Hobbit, right? But yeah. Randy Weingarten, who is railing against, you know, homeschooling as being, you know, she didn't say the word evil, but that it's it's a bad thing. Oh, yeah, thing. no, you're a terrorist. You're, you're I mean, a terrorist. You but might as well be. She is the gift that keeps on giving. So here you have someone um, like Sam Sorbo, who's out there really talking about homeschooling because it is about, look, we talked about education in the last show, mm -hmm. education, education, education. It yep. starts at home. And if the schools are teaching this nonsense and they're teaching boys to be girls and girls to be boys and all that other, you know, woke crap, frankly, then yeah. I love what Sam Sorbo had to say. And I love yep. the fact that homeschooling is the fastest you know, rising type of uh, grammar education in the country. And, and a lot of more people are homeschooling.
And I think I think the most important takeaway that I got from her our interview with her was that you can do it. You absolutely you the average American can homeschool your kids. That with the credentialing process of the universities, they want to make us think, oh, if you haven't gone to college to be a teacher, then you are not equipped to teach your kids. And it you know it really is just a lie. And so I love that she points out that any. Anybody can do this, um, that, you know, that there are, uh, you know, um, uh, resources out there and you don't have to be afraid, you can do it. And so I just love her encouragement of people. So that was my favorite part. And, and also, folks, let's not forget that the scores show. The standardized testing, which I know we're getting away from, but standardized <laughs> testing is homeschooled children do better on standardized testing because they're actually taught reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? They're taught the fundamentals yeah. of education because you have a, a loving parent who's putting in the time and sacrificing the time to make sure their child learns. Yes. So hats off yes. to both Kevin Sorbo and Sam Sorbo. I do know that when you did speak to them off camera that they agreed to come on the show. So yeah. we're gonna get them on the show. We're gonna talk about homeschooling and we're gonna talk about raising men. On Thanksgiving, I could not think of a more appropriate topic. Mm. Right. Family. Nick I love family. it. Now, now, you know we're going to segue for our last segment, however. I'm, we're going to go down the rabbit hole a little bit. <laughs> okay? because this, this is going to be fun. Woke, well, we talked about education and the woke culture in the last show, right? Yeah. And, and how that's really sort of proselytizing or it's really indoctrination is what it is to think a certain mm -hmm. way. And that's yeah. the bottom up. And now you're talking about Hollywood, the cultural values that really are, are devoid of cultural values. But now I want to talk about the top down. So I don't know if you saw this, but the National Security Agency, the NSA, one of our lead intelligence agencies in the country in, I think it was March, might have been May of 2022, came out with a new glossary, brand new under the Biden administration, of woke ideology terminology to be Ooh. used in the NSA and all levels of government in threat assessment. And by the way, folks, because you all know me so well now, it's 34 pages here are your 34 pages because I printed them out. <laughs> and let me just give you one example because there are so many things here that I've highlighted that I don't even know where to get to on all of this. Oh, well, and hold on, Robert. Do we need to go to break first? Do we need to go to break before we get into this next section? You know, Lord do Benjamin we need to said do we're a rolling. Commercial? Lord Benjamin says we're rolling. All right, let's do it then. So, so here are some of my favorite terms. And by the way, so they've, do you know how, who Ibram X. Kendi is, the founder of critical race theory? They oh, quote yeah, him. Henry Rogers or something yeah. like that. Isn't his name something like Henry Smith or something? Wait, wait they quote him in here, right? What's his real name? On, on page three, anti-racist. Check this out. Um, to be anti-racist is to deracialize behavior, to remove the tattooed stereotype from every racialized body. Behavior is something humans do, not races do. It's someone who's supporting an anti-racist policy. I mean, so, so what? Well, this is this is your government, and these are the people who are doing threat assessments. Oh, by the, here's another one: accomplice. Wait, We're was that wait, 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 wait? wait. Let me. Was that English? Me. Of course it was. Wait. Okay. Okay. Accomplice. Sorry. The actions of an accomplice are meant to directly challenge institutionalized racism, colonization, and white supremacy by blocking or impeding racist people, policies, and structures. Now, I, you know, if you go 
to, I don't know, Funk and Wagnall Dictionary if they're still around or, you know, Webster's Dictionary, right? And you look up accomplice, it just means someone who's helping you in a crime. It doesn't necessarily mean the actions are meant to directly to institution. I mean, what crap? Um, so, and, and then they go into... I mean, come on, Somebody really? Somebody got paid to put this together. That's the best Wait, part. No, no, no. You're, they're being taught crap from the ground up in K to twelve and in academia. They're being they're being taught crap or uh, crap or no values at all out of Hollywood. And now you have the government. Oh no, wait, this gets better. Um, you're not. By the way, you're probably not going to have much to say in this segment because I have a lot of words we got to get through. <laughs> okay. Wait. Where's my Where's my neck? Where's my? I'm neck just going to be your hype man. I'm wait, just going to be your hype man. You, well, you're a woman. By the way, don't whatever. give me this. Don't don't yeah, don't whatever me. Don't give me that. Look, assigned sex. They actually have a definition for assigned sex. The sex that is assigned to an infant at birth based on a child's visible sex organs, including genitals and other physical character. I mean, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. What? Wait, hang on. I mean, folks, go to. So the Daily Wire broke this story. They leaked the document. The, the government did not release this. They published it internally, and someone leaked it. It's 34 pages. Go to Daily Wire and look at for the NSA culture. Wait. Um, I don't even want to read critical race theory because it just it sent me over the deep end. But, but let's get to some of the real interesting stuff. Here's what they say about whiteness. Okay, wait, what? hold on, back up. Wait, hold wait. on. So tell me again, what it what is this document? This is a glossary of terms. This this is a is this is a glossary of terms. Okay. So so there's an article. So go go to this article. It says exclusive. Leaked NSA doc reveals massive woke glossary pushing critical <laughs> race theory, gender ideology at the NSA. Right? Got These it. are the people, okay. right? So there's okay. a link there to this actual document. And thank you to the Daily Wire for doing this, right? So check so out National this. Security. Right. National NSA, the National Security Agency. Whiteness. Okay. Here you go. Whiteness. Whiteness. A broad social construct that embraces the white culture, history, ideology, racialization, expressions, experiences, epistemology, emotions, and behavior, and reaps material, political, economic, and structural benefits from those socially deemed white this is your government folks what and, wait not to be outdone i gotta throw two three more and then i'm gonna let you talk there is white fragility and by the way now they're quoting d'angelo that woman so they're taking oh people who are anti-government it's like you know we have someone who, who's running ice who is for open borders i mean how do you do that yeah. so White fragility, the state in which even a minimum amount of racial stress becomes intolerable, triggering a range of defensive moves, parentheses, in white people. These moves include the outward display of emotions such as anger, fear, and guilt, and behaviors such as argumentation, silence, and leaving the stress-inducing situation. These behaviors, wait, these behaviors in turn. Right. Oh, God. Wait, let me finish. These behaviors, in turn, function to reinstate white racial equilibrium. Racial stress results from an interruption to what is really is racially familiar. They go on to white privilege, white supremacy, um, 
And by the way, under white privilege, the best line is, their last line is, generally, white people who experience such white privilege do do so without being conscious of it. So you're just guilty anyways of all this crap. This okay, so <laughs> if you so if you say something, if it's a problem. Right. If you're silent, it's a problem. Okay. If you acknowledge it, it's bad. If you deny it, it's bad. So it's basically all there whether you like it or like half the stuff you read robert i don't like i'm not a dumb person okay i don't i I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed but i am not dumb there's a couple of those you read i like didn't comprehend the sentence and the words put together like because because they're smarter than you and me what And 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 they know what we're thinking well, by the way, this is the NSA. You know, maybe they've planted something in our brains tonight, but they, they definitely have, have a, I can't say that word. What can I say? They definitely have a um, warm spot for gender. So you have gender. Here are the different definitions. I won't read them, but here are the different things they define. Gender okay. affirming surgery, gender binary, gender diversity, gender dysphoria, gender expression, gender fluid, gender identity, gender neutral, gender inclusive, Gender neutral pronouns, gender gender nonconforming, gender normative, gender pronouns, gender role, gender queer, and right after that, gender side, genocide. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. So they definitely have a thing for gender. This is the NSA folks. So this, I mean, we're not talking about gender queer, what's being taught in your classrooms. We covered that already. This is a document that the NSA put together under the Biden administration, did not want to publicly disclose it until it was leaked you know and again look <laughs> but look look you're laughing and and i roll my eyes and i get it but there's a serious side here at the same time they're putting out this crap you now have the 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 army is trying to coax back all the people because we have our, our our military is short of personnel they are way yeah. below their recruiting goals because who the hell wants to go into the military wants, now because it's yeah woke, right so they're trying to recruit back all the people who were kicked out because they didn't take get get vaccinated like the government said. Oh right? wow. And then you have a bunch of the people who were kicked out of the military be- suing the federal government for billions of dollars. And then you have this. And I sit here on Thanksgiving, right? Which again, as we opened, I mean the attacks are on all sides. It's in education, K to 12. It's in academia, higher education. It's coming out of Hollywood. It's coming from the top down out of your government, whether they're trying to force you to get vaccinated or they're trying to, um, you know, uh, redefine your terminology about gender. This, so this, this document, it's not just that the document is so egregious and, and just ideologically driven to, for to brainwash people is yeah that this is coming out of your government and they tried to hide it from you all right i'll be quiet erica what's no up? no it's no it's okay it's i i just listening to you it was like wait i don't understand what you just said and i want it and i'm like reread it because what does that even mean i mean they are literally it's gibberish it is literal oh, gibberish. Oh, no, no. It is not gibberish. It is a religion. It is mm. a, first of all, religion doesn't need facts. As a matter of fact, religions don't really have facts, right? All the great yeah. religions are based on what? Faith. 
This is right. a religion, and this is part of their Bible. Don't kid well, yourself. And, and by it's the way, even more like a cult than it is a religion. You know, um, I mean, it's how, how do you think the Romans first looked at Christianity? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it started there. somewhere, right? You know. So, well, by the way, I will say I think you have horizontal hostility. What do you mean? What does that now, mean? Now, if I was 20 years old, I would tell you what I thought horizontal hostility was. But I'm not. <laughs> so, um, so, so, Is that so, what the kids are calling it nowadays? <laughs> exactly. Lack of consent, right? It's horizontal hostility. But so they define something called, which I've never heard this term, horizontal hostility or horizontal oppression. Oh, wait what? a second. This is a real thing? This oh, is yeah. a real term? <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, wait. folks, okay, we are wait, still in it? the NSA. We are still in the NSA glossary. I have not. No, I, I mean, love it, it. It is spread all over my, my, my desk. Horizontal hostility. When people from targeted groups believe, act on or enforce dominant systems of oppression against other members of targeted groups. I don't know what that means. I just know that they have felt they need to define it. There's, and by the way, they love oppression. There's institutional oppression. There, uh, oh, where's all the other stuff? Oh, micro Well, I mean, with, it's, with, with Henry Rogers, everything is about the oppression Olympics. Wait, wait a minute. Do you know what linguicism is? There's a new word for me. Linguicism? Language oppression. There's language <laughs> oppression. Right? Linguicism refers to the discrimination. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's not funny, but linguicism refers to the discrimination based on particular based particularly on language. Language language oppression is often tied to discrimination based on race, ethnicity, and or class. I mean, I sit here. Oh my God! Micro microaggression, micro insults. Hang on, where's my other stuff? And I didn't even go through all of this. Hang oh on. Oh my and, and, God! And, and needless to say. The like navel gazing, oh, Robert. The yeah. navel gazing is so astonishing. Who believes right. that any that this is going to further us along in any kind of a way? So, like, oh, let me figure out new words to feel sorry for myself uh, and be a victim. So I was in D.C. the other day in a restaurant, and on the wall was this whole thing about about microaggressions and nonverbal. Do you know it's a nonverbal aggression? So if I if I met you and I even remotely looked you up and down. That is a nonverbal aggression. I'm being aggressive towards you. What? <laughs> what? And if I comment you mean on, the normal I, human reaction to meeting a new human being, which right. is to scope them out. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I look people <laughs> up and down all the time because I'm like checking out their outfit. Like, ooh, that's some cool gear. Oh, look at what you have going on there. Oh, that's fun. Like, right. what? Wait, wait. The other thing they get into without no surprise is race. So they define race and then racial and ethnic identity, racial equality, racial profiling, racism, cultural racism, institutional racism, individual racism, internalized racism, and structural racism. And then they give an example. Here's an example of racism. Oh. Telling a racist joke using a racial epithet or believing the inherent superiority of whites over other groups. By the way, they don't even say of one group over what? another. They single out whites. Avoiding people of color whom you do not personally know, who you do not know personally, 
but not whites with whom you do not know personally. Example, white people crossing the street to avoid a group of Latino, a young, pe- a young people locking their doors when they see African-American families sitting on their doorsteps in a city neighborhood, or not hiring a person of color because something doesn't feel right. Accepting things as they are, all of this are forms of racism. Hi, folks. We're all racist now. So they definitely Yo. have, have a hard on for racism. Bro, bruh, like bruh, for real. I lock my car doors when anyone walks by. If you've, if you've lived anywhere near a big, I lock my cars, I lock my car door as soon as I get in it. I've had homeless people try to get in my car before and they were not of color. That was a, it was a white person out of their mind homeless. I have, what? There are, what? (laughs) How does locking your car? First of all, also as a woman, uh, I'm gonna cross the street. If it's a group, I might cross the street if it's a group of any young people. So so you're a racist. That doesn't, it could be white kids. I'm just as nervous about a group of frat boys from freaking a Sigma Kappa whatever down on the UT campus as I am of some, freaking homeboy with his pants sagging what is the difference i'm a woman keeping myself safe from men because oh don't you want to see the cracker there behind oh with their pants sagging so wait we're getting a two minute job by the way lighting this is gaslighting of course it is by the way there's also rankism abuse discrimination or exploitation based on rank abuse discrimination or exploitive behavior towards person who have less power because of their lower rank in a particular hierarchy. <laughs> well, no wonder why no one wants to be in the, in the military. By the way, there is also sizeism. <laughs> this, folks, this is the National Security You're Agency. You're joking, right? Sizeism, there mistreatment, is no, or just not. I, God is my witness. The mistreatment of or discrimination against people based on their perceived or self-perceived body size or shape sizeism um i just is I mean, that I like there. is that like height is that if well, you're fat what does that even size what size what uh, size you know, oh my god there's what, 15 different kinds of sizes well you know there's only one size that really matters here right that's so, literally um, everything though that's literally sizeism oh my god you could okay. say the size of their hands the size of their feet how tall they are how short they are how fat they are oh my god that is like an all <laughs> what in the i can't even i know oh i know look um we're gonna do more of this on, on a future episode when we have more time <sighs> I do want to come back to our promotional giveaway to end the show because I just, I don't even know what to make of this, which by the way, if the NSA NSA is doing this, then going to get a gun safety training course at Sig Sauer Academy is a good thing, Mm -hmm. right? So we are folks, just to be clear, we are giving away a $250 gift certificate to Sig Sauer Academy for a gun safety course of your choice on our show, December 7th. If you want to enter the drawing, you need to email me, at Robert Coalition, the number four, America.com. Say it's for the Sig Sauer Academy. Give us your name, give us your phone number, and tune in on December 7th when we announce the winner. <laughs> and to all I of you out it. there, both Erica and I wish you and your families the happiest 
and warmest of thanksgiving because through it all, we still live in the greatest country in the world and we have so much to be thankful for. Mm, we just amen. need to fight to get it back in balance. So th happy Thanksgiving from me, Erica. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. We will see you next week. And don't eat too much. Eat lots. Get fat. <laughs> we'll see you next week.